know about you, but I'm glad that he's incredible because I am not. Amen. There are times that I come up against things that I don't know what to do. Amen. There are times that I come up against things that I don't know which way to go. But I come to let you know that I got an incredible God. I come to remind the saints of God that you have an incredible God. A God that is extraordinary. That's why when you talk to people about him, they thinking nobody can be this good. Let me share something with you. Amen. As time has gone on, we are in 2,000 uh, plus years of the manifestation of all that the Father said that his son would be. Let me tell you something. The Bible is still the number one best-selling book. Let me tell you something that everything that he wrote in the book is still coming to pass. There are some things that you can look at that was written before time that have already been filled. Amen. But we're living in the last days if the people we serve are what? An incredible God. He's too extraordinary. Tell your neighbor, I know you can't get it because he's too extraordinary for you. See, man likes tangible things. Man likes things that they can put their hands on. They like things that they can wrap their mind around. They like things that they can, amen, discuss and look at and break down and figure out. But there are some things about God that you can't play, man, can't touch. There are some things about God you can't put your mind around. There are some things about God that, it, oh, man, it will mess you up. But you have to come to a place that he is God. And beside him, there is none other. And no, I just got to believe it because... Because he said it. Uh, am I talking to a people uh, that know their God? Uh, Paul said it like this to them that know their God. Uh, I come to let you know this morning uh, that I understand who my God is. Uh, I understand what my God did. Uh, I understand what my God does. Uh, I know that he's able to do exceedingly, uh, abundantly above uh, all I could ask or think. Uh, somebody say he's incredible. Somebody say incredible. Mm. We serve an incredible God. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, Church of the Living God, 1279 Pickett Road, Leesville, Louisiana, where God is first and people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message believe that Jesus is your savior yes. how many of you believe he's your redeemer he's your deliverer yes. how many of you believe he's your promised messiah come on yes. and if you believe in him the bible says that through your faith in Jesus Christ you have been you have been justified you have been declared righteous not through your works not through your religious effort, not through any great or grandeur thing that you've done, only through your faith in the Lord Jesus have you become righteous. Come on, I say it all the time. Say it, say, I'm the righteousness of God. My people, they hear me say it all the time. That's the most powerful words you can say. That's the most powerful words you can declare over your life when you know that you are the righteousness of God, that Jesus Christ has declared you righteous. He has justified you. 
Amen. You've been justified. So, amen. Justification means just as if you've never sinned. Just as if you've never done anything wrong, you are the righteous, and the Bible shows you the future of the righteous is bright. Glory to God. Somebody get excited right now. Now, this verse, look at this verse again. It contains a metaphor here. It refers to the sun rising above the horizon. Think about this. The path of the just, the path of the righteous is as the shining light. So just envision, if you will, how many of you like to wake up early in the morning and you like to watch the sun rise? Amen. Isn't it beautiful to watch the sun rise? Praise God. Especially if you live in Louisiana in the country. Amen. You enjoy stuff like that. Amen. Just, just take me in the back porch or something, sip on some lemonade, and, and just let me enjoy the sunrise. Amen. The Bible says that's exactly how the path of the righteous is. It's like the sun rising above the horizon and the increasing twilight till its beam shines full upon the earth. Glory to God. So what starts off at the bottom eventually makes its way to the top. And by noon, you know that the sun is at its highest peak. That's the way your life is. You may have started off on the bottom. You may have been at the bottom of the barrel. You may have been the last one to succeed or the, most, the least likely to succeed. Amen. You may have thought that you would have never, amen, get ahead in life. God could never bless somebody like you. He could never promote someone like you. But as people begin to watch your life, your life begins to increase and shine, and God begins to raise you up. And what, at one time, you were once at the bottom. Now you are on top. Glory to God. That's what God has done in your life. <laughs> God knows how to take you from the bottom of the barrel and bring you right on top. I'm talking about the future of the righteous. Glory to God. And it goes on to say, I like the original meaning here because the original meaning translates, you know, that this sun, like our path, is going and going and illuminating until, until the prepared day or into its proper place, into its full potential, if you will. Amen. This refers to the progress of the rising sun. Just like the sun rises from the horizon. God says your life is going to rise further than the horizon. You're going to go places you never thought you would go before. I'm trying to get you ready for something tonight. You're going to do things that your report card said you couldn't do. You're going to do things that your fourth grade teacher thought you would never do. You're getting ready to amaze some people in your family. Your next class reunion, you're going to astound many because of what God is doing in your life. Amen. Glory to God. Touch your neighbor and say, my future is bright. As you walk with God, this path of destiny, each day with God will bring about increase of his glory in your life. You are emerging into the fullness of God's plan for your life 
you are emerging into the fullness of God's purpose for your life. You are emerging. I don't care what your situation says. I don't, tell, I don't care what your circumstance says. Your circumstance may say one thing, but don't let your circumstance dictate your future. Because in God, your future is bright, 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 bright. Glory to God. You're emerging. You're illuminating. And you are reflecting the light of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5 that we are the light of the world. So we are supposed to be illuminating. We are supposed to be emerging. We are supposed to be, I mean, we're supposed to be shining in dark places. Amen. We don't yield to the criticism. We don't yield to the skeptics. We don't yield to the reports of men. We don't yield to what's happening in our society and what's happening in our nation. We don't, we're not part of that conversation. We're part of a different conversation. Come on. We're part of a conversation that says that we are emerging. We are illuminating. We are reflecting the light of Jesus Christ. Therefore, we are to go into all the world. And preach the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Jesus is alive. And he's alive on the inside of us. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So the, the, the path of the wicked is gloomy. It's dark. It's dangerous. Another translation says concerning the righteous that the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn. That shines brighter and brighter until the full day. In other words, God is taking you from glory to glory. He's taking you from faith to faith. He's taking you from strength to strength. After you leave this place tonight, you're going to be prepared for another realm of glory. As a matter of fact, you're going to enter into it right now. Glory to glory. Faith to faith, strength to strength. God has taken your life, amen, into a direction of blessing, into a direction of, of, of more anointing. You're going to have a greater vision for your life. The dreams that God has placed on the inside of you, they will come into full fruition. They're going to come into full manifestation. You don't have to doubt, live in doubt, live in fear, live in complexity another day in your life. Because Jesus Christ is on the inside of you and what he placed in you, he is well able, Philippians 1, 6, to see it coming to fulfillment for your life. Somebody praise God that your destiny is coming into fulfillment. Glory to God. I feel something about to take place in this, in, in this conference on tonight. Praise God. So according to the word of God, the future, your future has endless possibilities. Because your future is going to get brighter and brighter. There's no limit to the blessing that's on the righteous. There's no limit to what God can do when you truly believe him. There's no limit to what can happen in your family when you truly take God out of your religious box. Your future will not just be bright. Your future will be brighter and brighter until it reaches its full potential. Amen, somebody? So what does the future hold? It holds hope for you. 
The future holds endless possibilities for you. If you are the righteous, there is hope for you. If you have been justified, there is hope for you. If you believe God, come hell or high water, there is hope for you. If you take God at his word, there is increase. There is multiplication for you. Don't be fooled by what you see because what you see is something to change. It's something to change. Praise God. I want you to understand something. You were born with a God-given purpose. You were born with a purpose. And listen to this. Fulfilling that purpose must be your primary mission in life. You were born with a purpose, a higher purpose, a greater purpose, greater than the job that you go to each day. You were born with a purpose to be a world changer. Glory to God. To be a nation shaker. To be a generational curse breaker. Come on, somebody. God placed a purpose on the inside of you, and your purpose that he placed in you should be your primary mission in life. So if you're going to engage in any mission in life, it should be to pursue the purpose. For, for, God's, for God, that purpose that God has ordained for your life because, amen, connected to that purpose, tied to that purpose is your fulfillment. Tied to that purpose is your satisfaction, is your peace of mind. How many of you long for peace in your mind? You'll never have peace of mind if you don't have the purpose of God established in your heart. So your pursuit every day should be to connect with your purpose and, and, and no one knows your, your purpose and destiny like God. I want you to understand this. No one knows your future like God. No one knows your destiny like God. Your friends and family may know the secrets of your past, but God knows the secrets of your future. I don't think y'all heard me today. Which side has faith? I want to preach to somebody. Well, how many of you are ready to walk into your destiny? Your family and friends, they may know about your past. They may know the secrets to your past. They may know what you've done and, 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 and you know, how you've fallen. But see, God is not intimidated by your past. He's not limited by your past. God knows the secrets to your future. He knows that it is bright, bright, bright. Now turn your Bibles. I want to show you this in Psalm 25. Psalm 25. Y'all doing all right this evening? Amen. Look at Psalm 25. And look at verse 14. No one knows your destiny like God. He knows the secrets of your future. Psalms 25 verse 14 says this. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. With them, what does that word fear mean? Does it mean to be afraid of God? Oh, no. It means reverence.